0: Oh, there. So glad you could come along. I put a spell
1: on you. Be Grid is live.
0: Initiate light cycle battle. Welcome, foolish mortals.
1: For a safe trip, remain seated, keeping your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the cabin. Be sure to watch your children, and no smoking, please. Welcome to the Pirates and Princesses podcast.
0: We're a different kind of Disney podcast. We do it our way.
1: We talk about Disney parks, Disney movies, TV, video games. Anything Disney. I'm your host, Tom Pratt.
0: And I'm your other host, Cambria Pratt.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to Pirates and Princesses. Two episodes in a row, can you believe it? Yep. We're uh, hopefully to keep them up. Hopefully we're going to keep them up. Uh, yeah, we are back. Uh, please subscribe on Spotify or wherever else you found this podcast. We're going to be talking about Disney news. We're hopefully... Going to do you know one or two podcasts a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, go out to piratesandprincesses.net for objective Disney news every day.
0: Move Universal too, which we're going to talk about as well today.
1: Yeah. So what are we going to talk about?
0: Today? Well, we 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 have uh, a new Minions land coming, uh, Universal.
1: Yeah. There's also we
0: have an Epic Universe um, date. We have, oh we can talk about the uh, Universal CEO talking about animation, we
1: in could. regards
0: to Disney. We can also talk about Disney stock, not doing too hot. Yeah. And some other things.
1: Some other things. Whatever we find again, find this news out on piratesandprincesses.net. Did we mention piratesandprincesses.net? Ching. Cha-ching for Disney News. Uh, yeah. So let's let's look at this one. We'll talk about Disney stock. Let's talk about right. Disney stock declining.
0: So Disney's stock has not gone up. It went up when they first announced Bob Iger was coming in for Bob Chapek. It did have an initial upswing. It made it to about a hundred bucks a share. And now it's back down to like ninety-two dollars and something.
1: Yeah, it's uh, people were hoping that you know Bob Iger was going to come back. He was going to magically fix everything at Disney within you know days. I guess I don't know. Yeah,
0: people found out that one, you can't fix it overnight, and two, maybe Bob Iger wasn't the best choice because he's the one who kind of put them in this place initially. He's he's a big part of it, I think.
1: Yeah, Bob Iger overspent on. Fox, seventy-one
0: billion dollars. Seventy-one
1: billion dollars. He got in a bidding war with Comcast. I'm gonna say he overspent on Comcast. Uh, no, they it if they could, but no, he got in a bidding war with Comcast. He basically didn't want Comcast to have the Fox assets. Now they've got all this Fox crap. They can't do anything with. They keep
0: trying to, you know, oh, make it stick, but they don't do it well.
1: Home Alone and all Home of a Sweet
0: Home Alone was yeah, a, was a
1: was a home wrecking experience. Home wrecking experience.
0: Um, it, the whole thing is just. Yeah, he overspent. He was behind some of the choices that with Star Wars that caused division to the franchise and the fans. He was the one who greenlit the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel, which is not doing well at all. You know, there's a lot of things that he was behind. Um, GD Plus, that everybody hates, at GD Plus, that was also him. Which there's a lawsuit about. We'll talk about that shortly.
1: So then today's the uh, the start of the 7.99 ad supported tier. Yes,
0: and I thought that would drive the stock up at least somewhat because they're they, what they're doing is um, for Disney Plus subscribers. Everybody paid 7.99. Well, I think it was originally like 5.99, yeah. and then it went to 7.99. And then starting today seven dollars 99 was going to be the ad supported tier and if you didn't want ads you had to pay more so i thought maybe that might drive the stocks up because people might be like wow well, people are paying more or they're getting ad money so you know it would it would raise the stocks i thought that was a possibility today and it went up a tiny bit but not much it's still staying really far down
1: part of the part of the problem is that the ad rates aren't where they were you know uh, when they announced this when they decided they were going to go all in on advertising a lot of these streaming companies are in for a very rude awakening because if you've been following uh, the tech industry and uh, advertising, everything has gone down in the last six months. Uh, ad rates are down mm. 30, 40% in a lot of cases. And um, yeah, so it's it's going to be hard for them to recoup a lot of the money with Plus, advertising.
0: I have to wonder too when they have like that, okay, that was a tier everybody paid as their base, and now that's the one with the ads. And they're raising everything else. People aren't just going to cut the cord on it because they're like, "Well, yeah. you know what? I'm not paying more for this."
1: Yeah, um, and that's just it. And it's you know, there's not as much to watch on Disney Plus as as people were hoping for. That's not Marvel and Star Wars. Even the Marvel
0: and, and Star Wars aren't performing super no. super well. I mean, let's be honest. I
1: I really don't know. I think until people see a long term plan, and the problem is, is with Bob Iger, he's just a short term solution. Mm-hmm. He's he's a band aid on a, a gaping flesh wound. Uh, you know, there, there is no successor. Uh, they, they're up.
0: thinking it's going to be Christine McCarthy, which is possibility, but she also is up there in age. They think she was, she was behind, I think, Chapek getting gone. Yeah. And she's another person like Chapek, money person. You don't yeah. want a money person in charge that does not work.
1: No. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I don't know what the, the long-term projection looks like for Disney. I mean, they're pretty much back down to where they were during the beginning of the pandemic.
0: Not quite as bad. It hasn't hit, like, 80. But it was. It was, like, 80, 88 or something like that, like, on, in the beginning of November. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's that's not good. Uh, you know, and there were people that were, I remember, they were bragging about how Disney was over $200 or close to $200 just, you know, a year or so ago, two years ago. And uh, it's going to be a long time, I think, until the company, yeah. you know, goes up. Well, yeah, but everybody's down. I mean, everybody's down. Now, there are other rumors that Apple could buy the company. And I still um, don't
0: know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They've been using that rumor forever. Yeah. I've yeah. heard that so many times. The
1: sun will come out tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, we'll talk. Well, sun's coming up for for Universal. Yeah. Um, so we have like uh, this going on. They announced today that they're going to be doing an Illuminations Villains Con Minion Blast. And there's a Minions Cafe It's coming. It's going to open in Universal Studios Florida in summer 2023. It's an interactive blaster game experience, and you have to compete to join the Vicious Six.
1: Okay, so is this is this going to be like Toy Story Mania? Is that what this is? I'm
0: not really sure. Uh, they said that uh, developed in partnership between Universal's award-winning creative team and the acclaimed filmmakers from Illumination, this interactive blaster game experience will invite guests to put their villainous skills to the test as they compete against each other in a bid to join the ranks of the franchise's most infamous supervillains. Um, it's going to combine innovative screen technology, state-of-the-art game interactivity and elaborate physical sets to create a -a one-of-a-kind game-based adventure where guests encounter immersive environments, nefarious villains, and tons of mischievous minions from Illumination's films in in a whole new way.
1: Yeah, it sounds, it sounds kind of like it might be a Toy Story Mania type thing, but with some other...
0: Well, I don't know if it's um, a ride or a walkthrough.
1: I don't know. Um, so here's the thing about Universal that's really interesting.
0: It's a pathway, so it's a walkthrough, I think.
1: Okay, they, they do tend to just like drop attractions. They're not like, like Disney will talk about stuff years ahead of time. And Universal has when it's come to, you know, obviously Harry Potter and and Mario, uh, Super Nintendo World. But they don't, they just kind of like dropped it. They're like, "Hey, we've got a new Jurassic World coaster coming. Yeah,
0: Ta-da, surprise!" See, it's really confusing what it is because it says that uh, you'll grab an interactive blaster and step onto a motion-based pathway. So it's like a you. It's like a pathway, like a escalate, like a you know, a moving floor. That's what I was
1: wondering. Yeah. Um,
0: they'll wind and glide through various scenes where they earn points by blasting a variety of items and causing as much mayhem and destruction as possible. So I'm not really sure, but I do know there's also going to be a cafe. So
1: <laughs> of course there will
0: be. Yeah. So there's that. So there, you're getting some stuff from um from over here from uh, Universal. We also know that 2025 is when they're expecting Epic Universe to open in Orlando. Super Nintendo World will be launching in Hollywood. I think March, early spring. I think I want to say it's around March sometime, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. Now there, the Hollywood version is going to be much smaller than Universal's. It's yeah, not going to have I Donkey think. Kong. And um, but you know, we'll get a good idea of what we're looking at. I mean, I've seen. You know the videos for Japan, and it's amazing. I mean, it looks really, really good. Uh, I can just totally see uh, the sun in Florida just completely destroying a lot of stuff very quickly. Yeah,
0: that's a problem. It's a big problem in Florida. Um, okay, so let's talk about the Genie Plus patent infringement lawsuit. Okay. So, apparently, um, we were talking about uh, Bob Iger and how Iger was the one to put Genie Plus into play. You now, Genie Plus has been a point of contention for a lot of Parks fans because, well, it just keeps getting more and more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and the individual lightning lanes are is, is not exp- more expensive as much as the Genie Plus in most days from each ride. It's kind of getting out of hand how much they're gouging. So, there's a new lawsuit claims Genie Plus application violates pre preexistent patent infringement. On December 2nd, the Agile Journey LLC filed a lawsuit against the corporate giant with the U.S. District Court, claiming that technology that Disney uses for guests to navigate the theme park copies their own patent tech. Hmm. Um, They said that – here's what it says – um, they're talking about the latter, meaning uh, is the Genie Plus, mm. is a paid version released in 2021 that provides add-ons such as ride time reservations. Agile Journeys alleges Disney infringes on their patent published in a 2002 dub method and apparatus for providing visitors with a personalized itinerary and managed access to attractions. And they talked about the description of their system, which they say, I guess, apparently is similar to Genie Plus. Yeah. Disney has infringed and continues to infringe directly, indirectly, and through subsidiaries, agents, representatives, or intermediaries. One or more of the claims of the patent by making, using, testing, supplying, causing to be supplied, blah, 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 blah. They think they think they stole it. Yeah. And they said they, they think that Disney knowingly uh, or with reckless disregard willfully infringed on the patent. So I think they tried to get a patent and it was rejected. Yeah. From things I was reading. So, um,
1: you know, this isn't. Knew that. I mean, this happens all the time. They don't buy
0: them out. I was, I was honestly expecting it to be that it was part of like one of their programs where they, they team up with um, like different developers for tech. I forget what that's called. The accelerator. Oh, the the accelerator. Is that what yeah. it is? Accelerator. Yeah, yeah. And they team up with different people and they they kind of buy in. But I think it's so that they can when something's developed, they can hurry up and grab it. And I was wondering if it has something to do with that, but I don't think that's the no, case. No, this here. is
1: this is years ago. I mean, then a lot of times people because you know Disney is Disney, they will actually go and try to. You know, sue Disney for coincidence too. You yeah, know, that's what I'm but, saying.
0: Like, how many people? I mean, if that was the case, anybody who developed this kind of this technology at all would be infringing, uh, according to these people. I, I thought that was a little odd too.
1: Yeah, because they've had they've you know I mean everything like even you know airline uh, you know, ticket apps and. Uh, you know, you could argue like Lyft or any kind of travel app has has this kind of option to upgrade and right. track your time and all this stuff. And this so, is from
0: like 20 years ago Was yeah. their filing. And I think a lot of things probably have changed. Oh, God. Gotcha. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't go all this trouble as they thought they had a really good reason. But
1: Yeah, so what gets me is how come you know th- this is going on but like touring plans isn't isn't suing disney and being like you literally just ripped us off for your app
0: what was funny when when we heard about genie plus which was under agger mm-hmm. and we knew it was coming the first thing you said was this is going to hurt a lot of travel agents cuz yes. originally they were planning on you could just do everything through the the this genie plus app mm-hmm. and you would have no need for travel agents and you said it's going to hurt touring plans and those kind of sites yeah. because what they were offering, or they were promising, yeah. was going to be what they do. Uh,
1: because if Disney had it their way, they don't want to give travel agents a cut. So they don't
0: give anybody a cut. No.
1: So they're like, just you book your trip directly through us. You get all your upgrades, your you know reservations, your merchandise, all the stuff is tracked through the app. We get every last penny. And I think we're getting there. It's going to get to a place where it doesn't. Makes sense to even use a travel agent, unfortunately, for travel agents, because it used to be back in the day where, you know, again, you're dealing with, you know, uh, all the little idiosyncrasies of the parks and that, and they would know that and they would navigate that, and that was before they had their own app and all that kind of stuff. But now it's like, Everything is so regimented, mm-hmm. you know, and to get the best experience anyway, you pretty much have to upgrade your stay while you're in the park.
0: Yeah, you're not even allowed to buy Genie Plus until the day of yeah. anymore. Used to be you could buy it ahead, now you can't buy it the day you're using it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a
0: big pain. And I know when we went last, they had our people in our party had bought it ahead um, because annual you know, pass holders weren't allowed to buy it until the day of. It, it was a pain in the rear, I gotta tell you. So another thing we got going on is if we're in Disneyland, um, they're going to be closing down Indiana Jones for refurbishment. Mm. Now, the rumor is, well, it's going to close down in January of next year, and it's going to be open spring of next year. There had been rumors that they were going to add things from the Dial of Destiny. I don't know if that's the case, because that's not coming out until summer. Yeah. And, you know, if they're only closing it down from January to spring... I mean, I don't know how much they can get done in that time frame.
1: Um, I'm trying to think because, I mean, we don't even know what, what all is in the movie. But I think in a case like that, you had better wait, especially since The Doll of Destiny is rumored to be uh, fan baiting. Let's just put it that way. There are rumored to be some decisions uh, made in that movie that it's not going to sit well with Indiana Jones fans, in my opinion. Uh, I would wait to see how the movie is received before you go all in on right. spending millions of dollars or whatever to to theme it. It might just be a refresh.
0: I think it's going to be a refresh. I mean, the rumor is people are thinking they're going to do that, but I don't think they're going to do that because um, the movie won't even be out till after spring. So, yeah. I mean, that doesn't seem – that seems kind of pointless.
1: Like spoiler territory. Yeah, there, it right? just
0: doesn't seem like that's something they would do. I don't think they're in enough time for something like that, that they're talking about major – major differences here. Um, I was going to talk about the Hello Kitty store has reopened. Now, the Hello Kitty store was closed for a long time. People were speculating that it might be closed for good. Um, I'm still hearing two different conflicting stories. One is saying that, yes, they're just just scaling it back. It's open for now, but the reason they gave it new floors that were kind of generic flooring is because they're going to gradually put in other things and take the Hello Kitty out. Mm. I'm also hearing from other people that, no, no, Hello Kitty is here to stay. Either way, Hello Kitty is once again open. When are we
1: getting a Hello Kitty coaster?
0: Oh, my God. That'd be fun.
1: When are we getting Hello Kitty's uh, Haunted House? I, I
0: would take a Hello Kitty. Must Hello Kitty anything.
1: Hello <laughs> Kitty Haunted House. Hello, oh, my gosh. Hello Kitty.
0: That's Kitty's. hell. I even, oh, hit Kitty. It'll be at Halloween Horror Nights. They need to
1: do Hello Kitty at Halloween Horror Nights. Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty. Yeah, she could have like a pumpkin head, like a jack-o'-lanterns, a jack-o'-lanterns. Hello Kitty. Hello. And then they could do it for Halloween Horror Nights. She could team up with, what was it, Little Boo? Is that the pumpkin? Yeah, little boo. Little boo.
0: Did we talk about this last time with the, with the NBC Universal CEO? I don't think we did. So this tying to, to Universal, um, the NBC Universal CEO, Jeff Shell is saying that Universal is rivaling Disney Animation. And then you said that people were writing on The rap even – that's calling it out that for the last three years Universal has bested Disney when it comes to box office for animation.
1: Yeah. Um, so if you count DreamWorks and Illumination, uh, you know, together, that Universal's completely destroyed Disney. And a lot of it is, you know, Disney's been dumping their uh, animated movies onto Disney Plus. But, you know, the ones they have released theatrically have not done that well. Uh, the last time they had a major hit, I think, was Frozen 2. And that's because it was Frozen 2. And they were calling out that Disney's not innovating anymore. They're, no. they're not. And but when
0: they try like Strange World, it doesn't do well.
1: No. Um, they're picking
0: the wrong thing.
1: They are. And it kind of reminds me of where Disney was in the late 70s, early 80s, where they were kind of in a rut. And it wasn't until The Little Mermaid came out in 89 that they had a renaissance. The problem is, is that there's been a massive uh, brain drain over at Disney. A lot of their best animators... Have left and they've gone someplace else, or they've gotten pushed out like John Lasseter. Right. You know, so.
0: But even NBC, though, most of their stuff, the Universal stuff, other than Super Mario, which is based on a franchise, you know, really popular game, more well known than Mickey Mouse, mm. um, their stuff's all sequels, also. It's, it's Minions, it was Rise of Grew, it trolls. was. Yeah, Trolls, have another Trolls, yeah. Puss in Boots, you know, they're bringing back Shrek, apparently. That's the rumor. Yeah, I hope um, they'll
1: reboot Shrek. You can't reboot Shrek. No,
0: no. Uh, was it Spy or was the one that was the uh, bad guys? bad guys.
1: The bad guys. Yeah, right.
0: that one. That one was a new thing. But we had Sing too.
1: Yeah, it's almost like you need to. And Sing was kind of a new thing too. And you know, they they, they brought up that like what they need to do is if they're going to push a new IP, they need to kind of sandwich it between two sequels mm-hmm. or two tentpoles to be able to to squeeze it in there. But then when they do release something again, like Strange World, and it didn't do very well. Uh, there was no virtually no marketing for it. The movie it itself really wasn't a
0: lot of marketing.
1: Yeah, the movie itself wasn't that good, but there was no marketing for it. I mean, you can actually get by with a mediocre movie if it's marketed well, especially with a Disney movie. They should have had Happy Meal toys. Mm-hmm. and They should have had you know this big push, and they just because they not. were doing
0: Wakanda forever instead.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So they were focusing on their their Marvel and now their Avatar. Films and they kind of like that one just kind of got they should have moved it someplace else or put it direct to Disney Plus.
1: Well, OK, so there, there was this talk, you know, going back to um, Bob Iger and Bob Chapek. And I think part of the reason Bob Chapek got gone was he was pushing the numbers around in the books.
0: Allegedly. And, allegedly.
1: And that he was actually taking money from other areas of the company and putting it toward streaming. So it could be that they released Strange World theatrically for some financial reason, not to make money but actually maybe as a write off. Well
0: they said they were doing that with like uh, they were taking money out like the Disney, you know, like Disney Channel or one of those other like ones because they had shows that were supposed to go to Disney Plus, but they went on to like Disney Channel first, yeah, and then they went to Disney Plus, and I think that's because they had to put it there first because the money came from their budgets. That's the rumor.
1: That's why I'm wondering if if that's what happened with Strange World, where they knew it wasn't going to make a lot of money in the theaters, but they couldn't, you know, they couldn't count it toward being a Disney Plus exclusive thing either because it cost too much. So like, fine, we paid for it out of the uh, the theater budget or the studio's budget. So we'll release it in a theater. We won't put any extra money in the marketing because what's the point? We know it's not going to make money, and then we'll just dump it on the Disney Plus at Christmas, like we did with all the yeah. other. And they offset their co- oh look at the theater, you know, theatrical lost you know, hundred million dollars on Strange World. Oh, it's too bad, Boo-hoo for us, you know. Yeah. But we made a bunch of money on Wakanda and and Avatar too. So, you know, what I'm saying so I think that's kind of what was going on there. I think it was deliberate. I think they did it knowing this movie was not going to be a huge hit, but they also didn't want to take the take the loss of just releasing it as a streaming thing.
0: Right. I agree with you. Um, but it was—it did not look good. It no. was a bad look for them. But I think it's part of the reason their stock is not doing mm-hmm. so well. Um, a couple more things and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, Universal has four new wands coming to all, all of Anders. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have um, – they already have the ones they had before. So the new ones – so apparently they're going to be a uh, Larch and Phoenix Feather wand. Okay. There's going to be a Walnut and Dragon Heartstring wand. Okay, that one's at Universal Hollywood. The large and Phoenix is at Universal Orlando. Uh, the cherry and unicorn hair Ooh. is at Universal Studios Japan. That
1: sounds like a that sounds like a fruity drink at Starbucks.
0: Kind okay, of does. Red oak and unicorn hair is Universal Beijing. So each of these wands belong to a specific park, and they're going to be uh, fi- I think they're fifty nine dollars before. I'm not sure what they're going to be now, but um, I'm sure they're going to end up on eBay. So.
1: I'm sure they will. Actually, I'm looking at the pictures and I think the unicorn hair ones are the cooler looking.
0: Well, it's funny to me is some of the ones that the, the um you can go out to piratesandprincesses.net to look at them, but like this one has like a twist to it. This to me would say unicorn more than like say this one would. You know what I mean? It has like a nice curve to it. It says like it's like spiral like this one spiraled like a unicorn. I just don't think that's that's that doesn't say unicorn to me.
1: Uh, no, no, it doesn't. It's... I mean, they're very pretty. Yeah.
0: So, you know, those ones are going to be available at each of those parks specifically, so you can check for those. The other thing we're going to talk about when we end it is going to be something sad. Over in Disneyland, um, we had an incident where somebody jumped off of the Mickey and Friends parking structure, and it's turned out that this person was a principal for elementary schools. Uh, I'm not going to go into his name and all that. You can go look at it um, on piratesandprincesses.net. But yeah, the I think it was Saturday. I want to say it was last Saturday night. Um, it was reported that someone had jumped. People were being rerouted um, to, you know, to the parking garage. Uh, it happened in front of people, so it was very mm-hmm. upsetting. Cast members were upset, understandably. Um, this person, I guess, was in. It was going to be in court on Monday for accusations about, you know, child endangerment or something. And mm-hmm. um, he was on a leave from his job over charges that his wife had pressed, apparently. Oh, geez. So it's it's just a horrible thing. The whole way around. Yeah. And I just wanted, I know it was in the news, and I wanted to make sure we mentioned that. And it's like, the, this is like the third or fourth time someone has done this.
1: Yeah, it happened. I remember at the, uh, was it the Contemporary? Somebody jumped from the... Well,
0: no, but I mean, this parking structure in particular. Oh, this particular parking yeah. Wow. And okay. it's, it's it's just extra sad because, you know, there's a lot of families and stuff walking around as well. And it's like, you know, it's awful this person felt the need to do that. Yeah. But it's also awful that the cast members and the families and stuff that were nearby had to witness it.
1: Yeah. Wow. So
0: it's just it's just a horrible thing, and I wanted to make sure we addressed it because it was news and people probably saw it.
1: A lot of the media stepped over it actually, um, because that was the day I think Bob Iger.
0: He was the parks, I think. Yeah, Yeah, he he was at Disneyland.
1: That's what they were talking about. They probably told honestly. They probably told people like, "Hey, don't cover this." We're trying to be – basically, we're trying to get our stock up. And we got Bob Iger visiting. It's a happy day. Don't talk about that. Yeah, it's value. not
0: Disneyland's fault in any no, way. And it no. had nothing to do with Disneyland or Bob Iger per se. I mean, as far as what's been released, other than the fact that, you know, he had some stuff going on. And maybe yeah. that was the place he thought he could get to, the access the easiest. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. But it's just absolutely horrible, and I wanted to make sure that we mentioned it. So thoughts and prayers to uh, – their, the family and friends of this person and anybody who happened to be there and saw it especially little kids
1: God that'd be horrifying
0: hopefully they didn't but yeah. it's a very busy parking structure yeah so um I just wanted to end it with that which is actually kind of sad but.
1: okay well we're gonna we're gonna wrap this episode up uh please subscribe again wherever you found this podcast we're trying to build up our audience again but um yeah we are we are back guys we're back in business and- yep. Well, we never
0: left because we were on the blog.
1: We were on the blog, so go out to piratesandprincesses.net. Again, that's piratesandprincesses.net for all your objective Disney news. There you go. All right, see ya.
0: Bye.